With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Well, how about this? End of the third period, Panthers and Penguins tied 6-6. going to overtime. Uh, Penguins went ahead about five and a half minutes left. Panthers uh, tied it up with about two and a half minutes left. Wild game there. Bruins and Canadians 2-2 with four minutes left. Three minutes to go in Philly. Kings and Flyers tied 3-3. Six minutes left. Tampa Bay and Minnesota tied 2-2. One minute left. Sharks and Red Wings tied 2-2. Could have a lot of overtime tonight. Early in the third, Golden Knights lead the Devils 2-1. Late second period, Blues trying to rally. They were down 4-0, now trailed the Sabres 4-2. End of the second period, Jets and Predators 1-1. Halfway through the first, no score, Ducks and Coyotes, though Coyotes with a 14-5 advantage in shots on goal. Capitals trailing the Avalanche 1-0, five minutes left in the first, and Blackhawks and Canucks coming up a little bit later on. Oilers home to the Blue Jackets tomorrow. Oilers will try to win their seventh in a row. It's on 6.30, Chad. Face-off show will start at 6, and the game will start a little bit after 7.30. Okay, yeah, a lot to talk about. Oilers doing well. Uh, we were focusing on their starts earlier. Uh, Ryan McLeod doing pretty well. We're going to get to, uh, in a few minutes here, an interview with uh, their emergency backup goalie, the E-Bug, who was on the ice at practice today. So I'll tell you what was going on there. But I want to welcome back to the show. He is the president of the Edmonton Stingers of the Canadian Elite Basketball League. It is Reed Clark checking in. Reed, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Reed. Thanks for having me. Schedule release day. Pretty pumped about it. It, it is. Uh, it is pretty fun. The Canadian Elite Basketball League, I think, has been a, a great story ever since it started up. You know, it kept going through the pandemic, had to make some changes, and now coming yeah. out strong. Uh, now, the league is it up to ten teams now? Didn't it start with six? Yeah, it started off at six in, in 2019, and now we're going into our fifth season, which kicks off here in May, and we're gonna have ten teams. So we're gonna have. We're going to have five in the West, five in the East, legit West and East divisions, Reed, uh, which is going to be ourselves, Calgary, Vancouver, Winnipeg, which is brand new, uh, Saskatoon in the West, and then out East we're going to have Ottawa, Montreal, uh, Niagara, uh, Brampton, which is moving from Hamilton, and then Scarborough. Okay. Well, and I, I want I'm, you answered my next question. So they are going with a division or conference format, which is good, and a really exciting change here for the Edmonton Stingers and I know you've built up some great rivalries already in the league but uh, man oh man how cool is it to have a battle of Alberta and the CEBL uh, it's it's great I mean and that's the best thing that's how that we're going to open up our schedule read is we're actually going to have a home and home back to back against the dreaded Calgary Surge our new expansion rivals from uh, from down south um, and we're going to play them four times this season, which is actually more than I think the Oilers and the Flames play each other. So we're going to have a real battle, Alberta. We've already taken some shots 
against them in a few different ways. We'll continue doing that. Uh, but it all starts on Saturday, May 27th. We're going to be in Calgary opening up their season. Um, and that's going to be uh, then followed up by Sunday. Uh, you know, we're going to be opening up our new kind of arena, well, our revamped arena, the Flair Airlines hangar. Uh, we got new seats. We got a new floor. Going to have a whole refreshed look with Flair Airlines coming on board as a title sponsor there. Um, so really cool to be able to do a Saturday, Sunday, back-to-back, home-and-home. All right. Uh, what, are we, what are we looking at, a 20-game schedule? Is that still what you're doing? Yeah, yeah, still 20-game schedule, 10 home, 10 away. Uh, and really we'll go, we start at the end of May and then we'll end up championship weekend is going to be in Vancouver this year. And that will start off with semifinals on the Friday on August 11th. And then the finals on, on August 13th. Sunday. So you mentioned the schedule out today. And of course, people can go either, you know, straight to the CEBL website or go to the stingers.ca, see Edmonton schedule. So you can see what's going on. Uh, when, I'm, I'm just curious. I, I mean, look, I, I've... I've lived in or near Edmonton most of my life. I, I've been privileged enough to cover sports in this market now and do this show for about a decade. And, you know, some teams have have come and gone. Yeah. And, and the CBL and the Stingers have done pretty well. So what do you feel that's working in terms of what you guys offer for tickets? Or Because, I mean, you can talk about anything you want, but you, you got to get people into into the venue. How do you think you guys have been able to keep doing that? Yeah, I think a couple of things is why this league is working right now. I mean, one, basketball. We've never had more kids in Canada playing basketball than we ever have before. So I think we're, we're really playing on that, and that's helping at a grassroots level get more people, you know, engage in basketball and engage with the Stingers. Um, I think the second thing is, you know, what I've learned in my time with uh, the president of this team is you've got to be all about the community. You've got to be everywhere. If you can't get the basketball community and the overall kind of community to support the team, it's never going to work in this city. And we've seen that before. So that's why, like, it's a huge focus for us to be at high schools, junior highs, college games, U of A games, really everywhere and everywhere we can be touching people and know, hey, we've got a pro basketball team. Hey, you got a chance to potentially play on this team. I mean, we're a local-based organization, and, um, you know, I really want to go with that from top down. And that's why, I like, having, you know, a GM like Steve Sir and a, and a head coach of Jordan Baker and coaching staff from Edmonton, we'll probably have three or four guys from this city. So, you know, I, I think the participation of basketball and then really buying into that community thing and, and living and breathing that, right, a team for Edmonton by Edmonton is, is what our focus is. And that's what's going to make this work. Um, and we saw a big bump last year. We're up 40% in attendance, which is great. But we need to take that to a whole other level going in 2023. And, and so far, we've already surpassed season tickets from last year. So we're well on our way, and we're seeing the support. And we still got uh, a few months to go until we get kicked off. Okay, see, I, I wanted to ask you that. Do you? Because I, I know there's a lot of different approaches, right? Single game tickets, season tickets, ticket package. You know, pick four games, or, or here's 20 tickets, but you can take 20 people to one game, or or two people to all. T- like, how how do you approach sort of the season ticket and and what you're offering to the customer? Yeah, so for season tickets for for our 10 home games, I mean they are pretty condensed, right? We're talking the end of May, really to July. So you almost got to look at each one of those games as being a different event. It might be tough for some fans to get the whole 10 games as season ticket holders. So I think you got to take that approach where. Every game has, is catered to maybe a slightly different audience and community, and they really want to embrace that game. So, you know, we're going to have, uh, you know, a mad love to celebrate women in basketball from the grads, the Canadian senior women's team, focused on girl basketball players. We're going to do a celebrating digits night. Uh, our first game ever is going to be broadcast. 
increase for basketball. First time it's ever been done. Really focused on that community. And then we're going to do a Hoops for Troops game, um, which are really going to tie into CFB Edmonton and the, and the base that's here and a huge community and family there. So we got we got to be really dialed in on those theme nights. Uh, on top of that, we got three Wiener Wednesdays, so we're the home of the $2 hot dog. So that brings out a whole another crowd that, that we that we love. But, um, yeah, targeting those ones is great. And, and then having a nice season ticket holder base is also good, too. Because, you know, at least if you've got that, you sold those tickets, you have those guys committed, and then other people can um, can come and, you know, celebrate these kind of specific themes, come see some basketball that works on their schedule, then we tie that in as well. All right. Uh, so can people go look at tickets? They, they can go look at the schedule. Stingers. The Stingers.ca, does that have everything that people need, or where do you urge people to get more info? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Singer.ca has got everything. You can get season tickets right now. We do have some uh, ticket flex vouchers that you can buy as well. Um, so you can take different options just starting at, uh, at five tickets per. But that could be one for one game. That could be for a bunch of different games as well. So we'll have that. And then we plan to launch uh, single-game tickets in, in February. So stay tuned for information on that. All right. Well, hey, I, I love what this league does. I love what the Stingers do. I, I think it's awesome from a hype standpoint that uh, you guys start the season home and home against Calgary last weekend in May. So that's all good. Uh, Reed, I know we're going to be talking to you and Steve and Jordan and some of your guys throughout the season here, but thanks for giving us an update about the schedule release, man. I really appreciate it. Hey, appreciate having me on. Thank you. That is Reed Clark checking in. He's the president of the Edmonton Stingers. That, that's really good quality basketball, the CEBL. Uh, up-tempo, uh, you know, like good pace to the games. Uh, they have that scoring system where... They stop the clock for stoppage after four minutes, take the, the time off, and you, then you it's the first team to a target score, which is pretty cool. Uh, the stingers.ca to check out everything there. That is awesome stuff. I, I mentioned at Oilers practice today, they split up. The forwards were on the Rogers place ice with Campbell and Skinner, and then the defensemen were uh, on the ice. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. At the Downtown Community Arena... And they had a goalie, and uh, it turns out that goaltender, uh, goaltender Weston Cardwell, he plays for the Nate Ooks. He's also the emergency backup goalie for NHL games here in Edmonton, and I uh, caught up with his experience on being at practice today. Uh, it was fun. It was a good time. Like it's always fun to be shot on by NHL players. Like they're pretty, pretty different than what I usually get. So it's definitely, definitely a good time. Yeah. Do they do they talk to you at all, or if they do they just try to get to know your name or anything like that, or are they just your guy they shoot at? Uh, I, t- I talked to them a little bit. Like Barry's always a chatty guy out there, and uh, Nurse is pretty nice. So it's like a couple of them like they focus on their own stuff, and that's fair. So it's nice to, but some of them are definitely a little bit fun to chat to and bug a little bit. How did this opportunity start for you? Um, I actually, I was, uh, when I was in high school, uh, Dustin Schwartz was my goalie coach. And uh, when I got to Nate, our coach came up to us, got an e- t- email saying they need an e-bug and 
jumped on the opportunity when I got it, so it's definitely a cool experience. So how, how long have you been doing this? Is, is this your second year? Uh, yeah, I did uh, like a couple, few games last year, and this is my first full year doing it. Okay. So what, what do you do during the games, and do you still try to have like a little bit of a warm-up or prep just in case the, the, the emergency happens? Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of times where I'm, I'm coming here straight from practice, so I have a pretty much a warm-up already at the school, and then... Uh, I, I get here, like wear a suit, and uh, we get I get a meal with them here, which is nice, and then just kind of sit up, chill, talk to a couple of the guys that are up there, and just enjoy the game and be ready. Got dressed one time for New Jersey this year, so that was a, bit, a cool opportunity, and it's definitely fun to be around everyone. Okay. Uh, and where did you play before Nate? Um, I played uh, junior here in Edmonton with the Red Wings, and uh, I played uh, two years of junior out in Ontario in the Superior International Junior Hockey League for the Red Lake Miners. But you're from Edmonton, right? Yes, I born and raised. So you grew up an Oilers fan? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. I, I was a big Marc-Andre Fleury fan when I was growing up, too, so I, I leaned Pittsburgh for a long time, but uh, this is home, so of course it's been my main team for a long time. So, what, like, when you tell your friends, like, oh, yeah, like, I practiced with the Oilers today, like, for you it's something that happens every once in a while, but how do people react to that? Uh, first time it took a lot of convincing to, for people to believe me, and then uh, after that it was definitely a fun time, and they, they, a lot of guys think it's a cool opportunity. I have a lot of friends that are playing in the pro leagues, like... Uh, Kirby Doc, I went to high school with him, so I know a lot of those guys. Like, it's definitely a fun opportunity. All right, Weston Cardwell, and yeah, that New Jersey game earlier in the season, like you said, the closest he came. Remember, Mackenzie Blackwood got hurt for the Devils, so Weston uh, readied up a little bit, but uh, he's having a good experience when he gets to go out there on the ice with the Edmonton Oilers like he did today. Inside Sports on Chet. <laughs> I'm Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. So it ends 7-6 in overtime. Penguins over the Panthers. Chris Letang scoring on the power play, his fourth of the season, 4-0-6 into overtime. 7-6 the final in that game. Boston finishes off Montreal 4-2. The Kings... Moved two points further away from the Oilers. A 4-3 overtime win over the Flyers. Fiala got the game winner in that one. Uh, Golden Knights uh, leading the Devils 2-1 with about eight and a half minutes left. Quick update on some of the games in the National Hockey League. This is uh, awesome. One of the, uh, some of the most fun I had last year in 2022, and it's coming back for 2023. The FIBA 3X3 World Tour and the FIBA 3X3 Women's Series, July 28th to 30th in Ice District Plaza. Paul Sir is the head of Basketball Alberta and the managing director for Canada Basketball 3x3 development. And he's also my buddy. Hey, Paul, how's it going? <laughs> That's right, Reed. Don't forget that. Yeah, you got a lot of titles. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. It's good to talk to you. Yeah. How's, I was just talking about a 7-6 hockey game. They were trying to get to a basketball score, but they ran out of time. <laughs> well, I just thought we were listening to an NFL update for a second. But, uh, but uh, obviously, uh, they, they play defense like I did in college. At least that's what my coach told me. Oh, my goodness, Paul. You couldn't have been. I, I know you like to score. You must have played the odd defensive 
Jim, along I'm, the way? I, 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 I pretended on occasion so I could get open to take the shot, Reed. So let's let's just be uh, realistic. There was no They never put me on the opponent's toughest player, that's for sure. Oh, okay. It's a, um, a matchup <laughs> game. They, they knew your strengths. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, uh, you, you, you hinted when you were on a few weeks ago that uh, 2023 was going to be a good year for basketball in, in Edmonton and in the province of Alberta. Tell me a little bit about getting this the, the, the 3x3 back and getting it back right in that awesome venue downtown again. Well, it, it, what I would add to what you said in your nice introduction, Reed, is that last year the, the event that we hosted for the men is called was called the Challenger. And the Challenger is the second tier uh, of 3x3. You still get some of the top teams in the world, which we had. But the World Tour, we're one of 13 destinations in the world in a pre-Olympic year, and we're the only destination in Canada and in, well, actually in North America that will be hosting the World Tour, which is a 12-team event, but there are 12 of the top, top teams in the world, 12 of the top 15 teams in the world. So these are all of the teams that are representing their countries, trying to uh, trying to find a way to get the necessary points for their countries to qualify for the Olympics. So this is the best of the very best, and we've secured this for three years in the city of Edmonton exclusively uh, in Canada. There will be no other world tour events in Canada, only in Edmonton. Oh, wow. Okay, so three-year deal, and yeah, I'm glad you clarified because there's the Challenger Tour and the World Tour, and like you said, it's great teams at both, but the World Tour is... I don't know what the like major leagues to triple A or sort of like that's a little bit. I don't know. They're well, all pretty well, good. It's a combina- the, the challenger is like a combination of major league and triple A teams competing with each other where the, the world tour, it's all, it's all the big boys. It's all the major teams. It's all major league. And uh, part of what FIBA's strategy is, is not is as it builds towards the Olympics. And now that we're well past the pandemic, This is going to be an extremely busy year of events around the globe. And what we wanted to do with our great partners at the city of Edmonton, Edmonton Events, the province of Alberta, Oilers Entertainment Group, is we wanted to secure the best of the best for the next three years and also be the only site in Canada that we would be able to watch this kind of uh, this kind of 3x3 action. So uh, I know it's a ways away, but I, I want to plant this in people's brain because it is fun to watch right in Ice District Plaza. I believe Taste of Edmonton's going on at the same time just over in Churchill. And isn't, uh, isn't the Alberta Basketball Association doing something nearby as well? Well, we are. Um, and before we get to that, Reed, I want to mention that we're going to have the Women's Series back again. And instead of eight women's teams, we're going to have 12 this year. And, of course, we're going to be featuring the fact that the number one ranked team in the world is Team Canada and the number one ranked player in the world is Michelle Plouffe from Edmonton. Her sister Catherine is the fourth ranked. And all four of the women uh, who are Alberta-based, by the way, are in the top eight in the world in terms of their own individual rankings and the number one team ranking. So we're going to be featuring them. And this is something that's never been done before, Read anywhere in the world, is that typically what happens, in fact, every time it happens, when you combine a women's series and either a challenger or a world tour event, it's the women play first and the men uh, play second. So the men are in the final games of the tournament. We're reversing that because we really want to focus on and celebrate 
this Team Canada group and have them be the focal point of this tournament, even over the world tour. Well, which is great because the Ploofs, uh, they won it last year, right? I was, yeah, I was at the game. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, they, they won it and they won the whole they thing. Won they won the world championship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're it in, in 3x3. Okay. And then, what, and then what, what's the other thing that's going on? The, the uh, Alberta basketball thing? Uh, that's that's our provincial championships 3x3 event as well for all the age categories from age 11 uh, through uh, the open uh, edition for adults and that's going to be over in the new fan park area and what we're really trying to do Reed, is we're we're taking the cue from spokane washington's great hoop fest the largest 3x3 event in the world at its peak it had over 6,000 teams but we want to turn this into a major event over the next three years. We're excited to be partnering with uh, Taste of Edmonton uh, to, you know, give people a real great experience in being downtown, of being able to catch basketball both at the grassroots level and at the highest level in the world and go get some great food over at the Taste of Edmonton. All right, Paul. I love that this is happening. I, I, again, I know it's still a ways away, but I'm glad we're planting the seed for people and, and letting basketball fans know how they can. I mean, we just had uh, Stinger stuff on, so there's going to be a lot of live basketball to watch for uh, for Northern Alberta basketball fans. Or, or quite frankly, go check it out if you've never seen basketball live because it, it's, it's a great pace and it's a great event. All right. Paul, thanks for doing this. I, I know we'll talk several times throughout the year, and luckily on Inside Sports, it's always defense optional. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. Yeah. Just give me the ball, Reed. I'll take the shot. Believe me. <laughs> it's Paul Sir. He's the executive director of Basketball Alberta, uh, managing director of 3x3 Basketball Development for Canada Basketball. That's it. That's exciting stuff. I, I know it's ahead into the summer months, but I, I, di I did want to feature that because it's important. And like Paul said, the, the 3x3 Women's Series, they're expanding the number of teams. The Plouffe Sisters, the, the leaders for number one ranked Canada, who won the event here in Edmonton last Last year and then for the men it's it's a step up we're going from having the challenger series event to the world tour event which is pretty cool dave campbell's the producer of inside sports kellen kennedy your studio producer six o'clock face-off show tomorrow game at 7 30 here on 6 30 chet oilers and blue jackets my name's reed take care